The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 2nd. 2023 and today on the cigar authority the most wanted cigars and maybe bourbon or whiskey cigars and whiskey you just have to have and to start off today with a cigar that comes out just three times ever and like all things single class nation it sells out in hours not days welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 14th year making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Joining us today is the Cigar Czar. From Single Cast Nation, Jonathan Miller, member of Single Cast Nation. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Third time doing this? Uh, or this will be the fourth now? No, so this is our this, third time doing this together. Second right. time I'm on the podcast. All right. Thank you for coming all the way from? Connecticut. Connecticut. Thank you for what's, coming uh, up. What's with the nickname Yoni? It's uh, it's my, my Hebrew name, my, my Jewish name. So it's Yoni. Y-O-N-I. Yoni. That's yeah, it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, and not after the singer, though. We were, yeah. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> no, he was the flute? Uh, may the f- have been. A flautist? Do you remember? It's like a pan flute Pan or flute? He had a long hair mustache. Yes. Yes. Wife yeah, Peter, there was so. a, I remember the TV, <laughs> the they had ad, a special yeah. album or something, the greatest hits of somebody I had never heard of before. <laughs> but, it was uh, big in the 90s. That was Yes, that. yes. And I, I go back much further than that. Hmm. Um, so Single Cast Nation, a social society organized around the right to purchase rare single cask whiskeys under Single Cast Nation label. Correct. That's what we have here. That's what um, are we going to drink today? Well, we we do have all of the tools. Um, Raul Duke says the pan flute guy was Zamfir. Oh, Zamfir? Yes, it was. <laughs> he was another one. Okay, so the the Yanni guy was different. And it was why he was. I think Yanni was a conductor. That's what hit where he cut his his chops. Yeah. Is this what we're gonna? Drink. This is- I, I hope so. So, all right. A, Tell us about it. A little, a little, a little preview. So, actually, this bourbon is uh, was in collaboration with Single Cast Nation. Um, this was for a charity. A charity is called Good Ride. So, it's tanks uh, for for soldiers. What they do is uh, this specific not tanks, but tanks. Tanks. So they, you know, the gas tanks for motorcycles. Oh, all right. They'll uh, pretty them up. They'll oh, all artistic. Yeah. Put it on the motorcycle, and then the proceeds go to vets. So Very this nice. was uh, done with Carrie Hart, who's the husband of Pink. Um, it's a five-year-old MGP whiskey. Still available, actually, for nation members. And, and we'll discuss how you become a nation member. Uh, still available, about 30 bottles left. Uh, this is a charity bottle, about $200 it goes for. How so much? $200. 200 Yeah. All right. Hmm. So that's... Uh, is it too good for you? 
It is, yeah. but 200 <laughs> is uh, $20 a pour-ish. Well, it's bar. for charity, so right. normally, yeah, normally this would go for a little bit less, but obviously we're raising charity. The goal is to raise about 20000 Thankfully, it was raised. Oh, good. Um, and yeah, this is... So this bourbon, this cask was used in our cigar collaboration together. This is a high rye, five-year-old MGP, 36% rye. Uh, rest is corn and barley, so... Some slow legs on that bad, Larry. Jonathan makes believe he knows he knows about this stuff, but tell I, him that's a thing. Tell him it's a thing. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's a thing. That's it. But it's delicious, and you know, so that's it's five a, o'clock somewhere. An indication of uh, higher sugar content, sure, or more viscous viscosity. Viscosity there, yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, it's if you like it or not. So, I mean, the beautiful thing about single cast nation is that each each of them are obviously single casks, right? One and done. That's it. You like it, better buy whatever you can. Usually we allocate X amount per member to ensure that someone's not buying 15 Ah. cases. Um, uh, It's really for the nation members to enjoy, not to sell and flip, which is now the big thing in whiskey. Yeah, right. So you don't let somebody buy 20 bottles because they're going to keep one and sell the others and get theirs for free. Usually we allot two per member, and that's one to open and taste and one to have and to enjoy a later time. You know the Toll House cookies? Sure. So well. there, there's there's the Toll House morsels, and they have they have a variety of them. They've got a butterscotch one. Oh, really? So if you were to have the Toll House butterscotch morsel with just, it's almost a thought of cinnamon. Not sprinkle, you just you dust the cinnamon in the air, and maybe a few particles lands on the morsel. So you know what you, you, you taught me, or I was with you when this ended up happening, when you drink to actually... Like open up your mouth. You, you push the air out of your mouth, take an inhale through your nose so that you have air in your lungs. You take a sip. After you swallow, you retrohale the vapors, and that takes away the, the sting, sting and the burn. Which I just did. It smells like it's going to sting like crazy, but I did it that way, and it was really nice. So I'm going to give this secret. I'm going to give a shout-out to my, to my uh, I say guru, this guy, Ethan Kelly, who is a sommelier right now over at Brandy Library in New York City. So... Right, exactly as Jonathan just mentioned. Keep your mouth open, keep the airways open. Anytime you get that burn like you're doing a shot, yeah. it's because you're trapping the alcohol in your mouth. So if you immediately blow out, right, burn's gone away. So if you ever want to do a lot of shots at one time and not tell your friends this cool yeah. party trick, <laughs> yeah. just keep blowing out each time you take a shot and the alcohol it dissipates. You'll get there pretty quick. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so nice, nice. 200 bottles. What, so, what do you think might pair well with that? <laughs> yes, it's going to be this. So tell us about this, Jonathan. This is going to be uh, – Jonathan cheated, by the way. He actually smoked one this gonna, morning. Why are you going to blow up my spot? Because you did it, and I waited. I waited. Yeah, we're, we're doing the right thing, but <laughs> you just had to do it. But go ahead. That's, that's who he is, and uh, it's not who I am. TwoGuysCigars.com <laughs> announces its exciting third partnership with Single Cask Nation and Aganorsa Leaf for a special barrel finish cigar. Two Guys Cigars, in collaboration with Single Cast Nation and Aganorsa Leaf, made a distinctive bourbon barrel aging process. Uh, the previous two Single Cast Nation cigars came out in 2019 and 2021. And uh, this tab- this is looks a little like tough e- to looks read. Looks like every three years. Looks like every three years. Uh, so we have a cigar manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorsa Leaf. Uh, for the folks at Single Cast Nation. The size is 6x48. It is wrapped in their proprietary Habano wrapper. 
The binder, it's a double binder. You have Criollo 98 and Corojo 99. The fillers are also Criollo 98 and Corojo 99. It's not part of the Cigar Authority care package, I'm sorry to say, because we just got them. Uh, a single is going to set you back $14, while a box of 10 is $139.99 on Two Guys Cigars. Blah, blah, blah. Finish the rest to make a website. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try Two Guys Cigars. You know the rest. That's the number two, Guys Cigars. And the rest. And the we, rest. Got, we got thrown off of uh, YouTube a couple weeks ago. I heard. Breaking the... I heard what you guys did. So now, we're, now it's a, it's about. We believe it's about. What in the hell was that? <laughs> I don't Got know. It. Yeah, hand, hand him that. Then I have to throw it. it it's about. Um, we believe connecting a website to anything we talk about. So Jonathan feels like this is going to trick him. Uh, just yeah. trying to just trying to fool the algorithm. That's all. You can all do right. the old Howard Stern method. You just go eh, 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 half the time. That's it. Yeah. So we did. It was interesting that uh, we went through this process for years now. Uh, it's been six years, only three products, but over a six-year time, every two years. And we turned down the cigar sometimes. That samples come in and, no, it doesn't work. we got to try it another way. Uh, Terrence Riley over at Agonosa Leaf um, is uh, going crazy that he agreed to this project six years ago, and he is sorry he does it every single time he does it <laughs> because it makes him crazy to go through it. But um, you, you're putting a finished cigar in a wet environment, and it's going to get too wet. So it can't get too wet. It's got to bring on it's the a aroma very, very to it. Tight balancing act. Yeah. Of time. So those that know, you know. Brands like Perdomo that barrel age their tobacco, they don't have barrel age Specifically cigars. Specifically the wrappers, right. And it's kept for so long and then taken out and different products are supposed to happen so that you don't really taste the alcohol that's in the barrel. This, on the other hand, is something totally different. You are supposed to taste Yeah, you it. want to be able to pull that devil's cut out of the wood so the barrel is still moist when it's shipped, right? Um, correct. So, right. So a lot of this was, as you guys mentioned, a balancing act. And yeah. actually I'll never forget the first text message I got from Terrence was how the hell do I open the barrel? Right. And he had, you know, here comes a closed barrel. You can't just go through the bunghole. Right. Right. So you have to pop it out. Right. Here comes a closed cast and right. You can't go through the bunghole because then you're shoving cigars in. You got to hang in the fish. He's a real whiskey guy. I was trying right. to make a sick joke and he just <laughs> fucking goes right by it. <laughs> I, I'm missing, I'm missing your bunghole joke. Yeah. Uh, if, if Joshua was here, there'd been a lot of other connotation going on. Um, but yeah, so opening it up and, and balancing it was tremendous. And as you mentioned, Dave, right. Our first, few samples back in 2018 when we were even yeah. trying to get this thing off the ground they were disastrous yeah. um it was great right great cigar and it was just it just got screwed up by the by the barrel and, and it's about science right and that's kind of how this what the funness of this project yeah. at least to me the consumer uh and, and putting my stamp of approval on it right and being in charge of it uh was is getting terrence's input saying good luck <laughs> and seeing yeah. the finished thing. And obviously, you guys have been incredibly supportive of it as well, and getting your stamp of approval, right? So the beauty about this project is, right, it's the whiskey side and the cigar side, right. and we're trying to meet each other in the middle. Yes. Because uh, it's probably the most, other than black coffee, it's probably the most common pairing, when it, especially when it comes to getting together with friends. What's better than 
having a whiskey and a cigar with a buddy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so that's where my passion came in. And that's why you know, I initially said, oh, I love doing cigars and whiskey. What about doing a barrel aged project? Terrence is like, yeah. And then. Well, they were interested too because they say, like this has never been done before. Yeah, I'm interested in do it till you do it. Till you right. do it. And then you're like, then, then science is against you almost. It's yeah. like, well, how do I do this the right way? And I think we've done it now three times. Yeah. And if, if, you, if nation members, anyone still has the old, uh, the old sticks out there, it, every single one stands on its own. Oh, yeah. Right? I think the first one, you guys, it was a little more whiskey heavy. Uh, the second one, the box press that we did last year was more tobacco heavy and it was a, it was done very well. The construction was yeah. beautiful. This one's interesting. Uh, this one almost is in between both of them where, yeah. and again, we'll, we'll smoke it together, but I've smoked many of this where again, you'll find the finishing on the cigar. The whiskey's definitely there. Obviously the nose and on the wrapper, it's definitely there because that's For what sure. the influence was. And then as I'm hearing now, some feedback from people who have been smoking it, like Jonathan yeah. who cheated, um, Way to fucking dig the grave there, buddy. There just go. just keep, keep going in. Uh, It'll be a regular here. If there, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's the tobacco's there, and the and the other fun thing which I'll mention. Don't forget, this was we created the blend to be put into the barrel, right? So before we even okayed, let's go with the barrel. Terrence and all of us had to okay this cigar and the and the blend itself. Yeah. Well, the cigar itself, they they know they know cigars. I I smoke their stuff all the time. They're very consistent. It's fantastic, right? But the idea of this, where it's whiskey heavy first, then it's tobacco heavy. The idea was to okay, how do we get in between? I think between? I think we ended up doing it, and it's a okay. That's enough. You know, it, it, it's frying something until the certain point that they pull it. It's go, it's you know, golden brown. Yep. We're good. That's it. So uh, you, these will be available for sale on uh, the Two Guys Cigars website at uh, 10 a.m. on Monday. Monday. Uh, is there some sort of special arrangement for the folks at Single Cast Nation? Is there a re reason they should be a member? Absolutely. So besides, obviously, getting access to this amazing whiskey, right, being a Nation member, which simply is just going to the website and signing up, it's that simple. Uh, whoever's not a Nation member uh, will have access to these cigars an hour earlier. Uh, like the other previous two releases, yeah. so at 9 a.m. as opposed to 10 a.m. versus the public. So therefore, you know, just like anything, the nation members and our members get for, get priority to it, which is a wonderful yeah. collaboration with you guys, and thank you very much. Uh, and then the rest of it will be available for the public yeah. consumption. Well, listen, once we have it available to cigar people, because uh, there's not all that many, we're going to sell them all. So single cast nation people, if you're listening, uh, you know how it works. A single cast nation, you want something, and you be you better dive on it right away. Uh, this is going to work the same way because we'll take care of it uh, after you guys have that first hour. So I'm, I'm, that's it. Let's light it up. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So we have to really pay attention here on the cold draw here, because you could just cold draw the cigar and get something out of it. Yeah, that caramel that I was tasting in the whiskey is very prevalent on the cold draw. So, you know, you hear of cigar brands that are infused. And infusing, you would imagine it's around that product and it's going to infuse. It's not true. 
Most of these things, they're flavored cigars that call themselves infused products. Uh, let's make the exception of that, maybe Toscano, where that is around where they're... That's fire-cured. Uh, cu- yeah, they're curing the tobacco um, through the fire, and the hickory that's burning is what it, it gets infused inside the tobacco. This is a finished cigar that was in the area of the barrel, uh, where the whiskey had still uh, been inside of it, and it's still wet enough to and end up. And because of that sort of osmosis that's happening, it's it's very much like when you have somebody like Nelson Alfonso who finishes his Alfonso in an oak room. Yes, it takes a long yes. time with the oak because that's just air transferring the aroma into the tobacco. In this case, because it's liquid. The, the, the cigar wicks that right up out of the environment because the barrel gets resealed, and now you have a genuine infusion coming off that devil's cut, which means you're probably picking up uh, some additional tannin, some additional flavors out of that barrel. Yeah, dead on. So it, it, that's exactly it. So right, and you have to be careful with it. Right? You, first of all, you don't want, to, obviously, the tobacco touch the barrel. So yeah. Terrence, and I could say this, right, has created shelves. Uh, in the barrel, so it's all cu- so heat. The amount of labor done to this project yeah, is unbelievable. It's ridiculous. It's uh, not a profit thing. It's a love project. It's pure passion, yeah. and I can't say enough uh, kind yeah. things to Aganorsa and what they've done. And thank you for you guys again for your support. But again, it's it's a, it's intense, right? So it's like a chef, right? You're watching this thing cook, right? What's the perfect balance of how much? Don't forget also the other thing which you didn't mention. It's done down in Miami. Right, so you're adding additional humidity uh, of of the osmosis process yeah. down there. So it's really like, what are we doing here, and how long is it going to be, quote unquote, cooking for for the finishing? And you guys took the barrel, had it shipped over there. Again, they're saying we never did this before. How do you take the top off this thing? Okay, what is it? The, you don't know how many cigars were ruined during the process. There, there were cigars absolutely ruined a lot of them during mm-hmm. the process to say okay. And for me, on my end of saying. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It kills me because I know, oh, my God, how many did you make of this? And I'm saying absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, not only that, right? As Jonathan just mentioned, right? Aganorsa makes a great cigar. Yeah. So you're taking actually a really wonderful, yes. right, right, a oh, wonderful blend. Oh, imagine Right. Like we just wasted 300 gold cigars. Like they're, they're just perfect cigars and now they're ruined. And, and they were because I'll tell you, I said to him, just roll some low priming crap it doesn't matter what it is put it in there and let's let's measure this thing till we get it right he says but then you're going to taste the cigar and say that it, it, it doesn't taste right because it isn't the blend it has to be the blend so pay attention now because i w- did you go through the blend before anything was done to the blend yeah uh like, so at the very beginning of- so right so the way i i always told terrence about it and and terrence knows this right i want to get the best, or I want to get a great Agonorsa blend, yes. right? Which, you know, let's be honest, it's not very difficult, right? They have great tobacco, yeah. and it's, it's very easy to do. Fine, so we agree upon this blend. But then yes. Terrence being, like, in charge of it, right? Does that blend work with this yes. barrel, right? So not every blend, right? You just can't take a great cigar, shove it somewhere else, and expect it to, nope. to be, be fantastic, right? There's a little science here as well. So that's exactly what Terrence did. And, it, it you know, I still have actually some of the naked blend in my house, but it's fantastic. And, and I was saying, if this doesn't work, I'm very interested in the cigar. <laughs> As I'm tasting it, <laughs> right. without it, didn't go you can the ta- You can taste the tobacco on the cold yes, draw you can taste right one. now, along with the bourbon. So we're going to light our cigar today with the Braun by Lotus. This lighter is pretty awesome. It features a, a lid that has a cigar holder on it. You flip that top. You press the button down. Four jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $49.99. That is the Braun by Lotus. 
You think the alcohol content would make the cigar light differently? Like catch on fire or something? There's alcohol in this. No, that evaporates. Yeah. So if if you were a non-drinker, it's like rum cake. You'd eat rum cake if you're a I don't drink alcohol type of person because it's really not. Ed Sullivan doesn't drink. You'd eat rum cake. Well, I did. Yes. And you'd smoke the cigar. I am. Yes. But if you were in AA, you probably wouldn't have the rum cake and you'd probably steer clear of this. Possibly. I don't know. I can't say. So don't forget, on the cold draw, you got all that stuff, but on the first... You know, light, first three puffs, you get the tobacco. Yes. And that's how you know what we've done. And yes. It's, it's exactly. I think this, this one is the best yet. This is the this is the perfect marriage. What I think is we shot to the left, we shot to the right, and then we went right in the center, and here we got it. Interesting with the double binder and also uh, the Criollo 99 and Criollo 98. Whatever they did blend-wise on this one, it's almost like they – they took a little piece of the pie out and let the alcohol fill that pie in, which the others, one was still a little too tobacco-y, the other one was a little too alcohol-y, and this one, I think I think you got to hand it to the blenders for, for hitting that blend exactly yeah. right. Good job. So Monday morning, uh, Two Guys Cigars. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We'll have it at 10 a.m. Single Cast Nation, if you happen to be listening to the show, 9 a.m. Uh, and you guys send information out to them to let them know anyway, right? Because they remember they're going to get this information. So we'll have an email blast hopefully this weekend, maybe tomorrow, yeah. uh, uh, with regards to um, right information. And it could get the link ready so they can press refresh, 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 and ensure at 9 a.m. they get it. And then uh, we'll post it on – we have a – Facebook group that you can join if you remember. Uh, it's verified before you are allowed into okay. the Facebook group. And uh, through there, you can also have a link as well. So if you're into bourbons and whiskeys anyway, you should go follow them and see what they're all all about and the different things that they put out. Uh, very, very interesting of um, and, and that it's just about one and done's is what you do because it's the barrel. Right. So so there are some bigger batches, quote unquote. There are, we have done some blends. Right? Single Station has done some blends of, of larger batches that are out there. There are still some uh, um, bottles of, available um, um, online that are nation members only. And then they also have a retail arm. And, and if you go around to the various retail shops across the country, again, you can go on, on our website and go check them out. Um, we have those as well. We're also international. There's some international releases exclusively over in the UK and Scotland, um, in Europe. Uh, those are different barrels picked over there as well. Um, um, and yeah, it's, So you have it's a Scotch good. version? Uh, correct. I mean, still under the single cast nation uh, headline, our dear friend Jess Lomas heads up that over in, over in the UK and Scotland. Uh, she does the barrel picking over there, and she's in charge of all the exclusive barrels mm-hmm. over in the UK. And when something new comes in, the members are announced, uh, let known, okay, this is when it's going to happen. And some of these things are minutes, and some things are hours or whatever. But it, the next thing you know, it's gone, and you're limiting them to X amount that they can buy so that the secondary market doesn't turn into a mess, right? Correct. I mean, we do find some bottles. I think Dave and I were talking before. There's our first uh, – we have uh, Whiskey Jubilee, which is our um, – it's right, now, right now, it's what we call mothballed. It, it's stopped for right now. Uh, we had a bottle that was exclusively done for the festival that goes for about $15,000 in the secondary market. <laughs> and what was it originally? It was a 10-year-old Heaven Hill uh, which is a, a very highly sought after bourbon. And what did you sell it for? Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Mm. Hundred and ten, maybe. Yikes! I think, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, listen. It's better than any stock you could ever buy, right? It's it, it, you're not going to get that kind of interest anywhere else. 
but sought after because there's only X amount, and that's, that's how the world is, right? That's exactly it. All right. Um, you do, uh, we're saying barrel finished, right? Is that um, the idea of what is happening here? We have a cigar, and it's barrel finished. Right. So we try doing a fully matured cigar in there, our first run. Uh, and I think as we were discussing, it didn't work. No. It was almost unsmokable. Uh, the blend was fine, right? It was the, it was the barrel that bastardized the, uh, the cigar. Because you have, not, you have now created something new in the cigar industry, and it's not barrel-aged, which is right. what a word. This is barrel-finished. And something really interesting happens to the cigar like this. Um, you know, it, it just makes me think that what are the possibilities you know, um, is bourbon the way to go? You know, what would happen to a scotch if you did this? Would if it, if it was a peaty scotch and you did it, would that ha- happen inside the cigar? You think? You would definitely pick up something from yeah. there. It also depends on right. You have a lot, you have a lot of factors here, right? You could be how wet the barrel is yeah. right, when you first get it. It could be the factor of where it, where it's maturing or finishing or or uh, or doing whatever it does. Mm. I mean, the beauty. This is pure science at its best, and each time we do it, it's like, okay, I hope it works. Uh, and, and, you know, and thankfully with enough, you know, we, I think we yeah. have a process in place. Mm. And this, just is, following this is the it. best one. Yeah. And I wouldn't have told you that six months ago because it was unsmokable. Mm. It was unsmokable six months ago, and now it is the best one yet for sure. Yeah. Now, Jonathan, what did uh, Hammer and Sickle do with their Kalinok? Was that they used uh, they used the fire. actual peat and uh. fire cured a small portion of uh. the tobacco in the filler, so much like Toscano, and yeah. so much so it was so strong that they yeah. used a little bit, and they said twenty five percent of one leaf that was huh. in there, and the next one was fifty percent of one leaf. Right. And they stopped. They planned on 75 and 100, but if you remember the 50% one. Was, I got a chance to smoke a 75 and 100, and yeah. Yeah. you blow your palate yeah. out for a day. Couldn't work. Um, I do have a question of the week concerning the uh, boys here at Single Cask Nation. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The name is Ginger Ale Kenny. Not hmm. to be confused with the club soda guy. Ah, this is a real you know who that is the club soda candy guy. That's the Bill Burr thing we were talking oh, about. Okay. That's the Bill security. Burr's security guy. Yeah, there's a movie out on him, Mr. J. There's no full movie. Oh, yet. there really isn't a movie. No, is there going to be a movie? <laughs> uh, they're waiting to see. Oh, I thought it was done, and that was a legitimate trailer. You think it's a joke? It was pretty damn good. Um, I guess what happened was. Uh, during old dads, yeah, when they had downtime, on oh, the, film so 11. they had legitimate equipment. Oh, that's just, what happened. <laughs> I get it. Okay, I derailed a little bit, but I derailed because <laughs> like, it, like you do every time. Yeah, but I, I might as well derail it and get to when you go to a segment and you did, you mention the sponsor. Uh-huh. That's like the key to going to it. So it's time for the question of the week brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Like you would have to say that. But that, that it's not necessary. Yeah, it is necessary. You have to do it. <laughs> all right. Go. <laughs> Mr. J at all. When you have the single cask nation guys on, I'm wondering if you could ask them something for me. How do environmental factors such as soil composition and climate influence the flavor profile of the dil- distilled spirits, if at all? I know that with most agricultural products, it plays a big role, 
but does that change once the mash build is fermented and then distilled? All right, if you understood that question, I, I don't. I did. So okay. this, this is a very fun question. So I'll, I'll actually also quote him on this uh, as well. There is the issue of terroir with, with whiskey. Um, a guy who we're very friendly with, even at Single Cast Nation, Robin Robinson, who is a well-known whiskey writer, uh, writes about this and says there's no terroir at all in whiskey. That has nothing to do with um, at all. What won't influence it at all. A good example that he gives, right, is the Diageo old map when they wanted yeah. to sell all their highlands and lowlands and all that. They created this terroir that oh, only peated, only peated whiskey can be found on Isla. Only grassy notes can be found in lowlands and space sides and highlands usually have a uh, sweeter thing. That was a marketing gimmick done in the 80s. Uh, he strongly believes, and it, we call him a terroirist as opposed to a terrorist, um, and he strongly believes that there is no terroir um, effects in, in the whiskey itself. It's all because it gets distilled out, right? It's a highly yeah. distilled process. Know, via you know via the tons and and it's just a it's a highly You're really just looking to produce some sort of sugary mash that the yeast can feed on Got to it. produce alcohol and then you're going to distill all the bullshit out and be left with what was left that the yeast made right so you can have peated whiskeys in Highland peated whiskeys in in space so it doesn't matter um, and it, it, there's an argument to be made for that absolutely so uh, Joshua and Jason, the owners of this, may, may disagree. Uh, if you're asking my personal opinion, I mean, you can find great bourbons made in New York, right? You can find great bourbons made in other parts of the country besides K- Kentucky. Um, the and- place it's going to matter is what did that oak tree soak up? That's making the barrel. So even one step further, right? It's the blending, right? So making sure the ingredients you're putting in are high quality and also, right, what kind of oak and what kind of barrel you're getting. Uh, I think that makes a tremendous difference. And that goes back to there's more skill in the distiller and blender versus actually the ingredients uh, versus actually the terroir that you're using. So yes, the terroir definitely does play a factor into you want to make sure you're getting good, good ingredients, right? Just like tobacco. Yeah. Right, you want to get good ingredients. You have to start that way. Right. And then there's a high, there's a distilled process that's going to distill all that stuff, which is going back to the, the master distiller and then the blender itself uh, to ensure that you get a good product in the Very end. Very interesting. <laughs> so that's good. When we have a guest on and you actually write to the guest, that's awesome that uh, we have a question like that. Um, so Good Ride is what we're drinking here, and uh, that's money goes to the charity. That's what that's for. So Correct. And there is a handful left, so you can go to Single Cast Nation and um, actually become a member, which is basically do your email and actually make the purchase of this, uh, do something for charity and make your first purchase with Single Cast Nation, and actually buy the cigar an hour before. We can even mm. sell the cigar if you'd like to do that. Um, Today on the show, uh, after you go, we're going to be talking about the uh, most wanted cigars. But the whiskey business is much like the cigar business. We were talking earlier today about it. Is there a most wanted list of spirits? Oh, definitely. Uh, So the bourbon crazy lunatic still search out Pappy that's still highly sought out or the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, which is uh, Handy, Sazerac, um, Buffalo... uh, Buffalo, uh, um, George T. Stagg, and such, um, and Eagle Rare 18. The in the in the Scotch land, which I like to tend towards, even though we're drinking a bourbon. If you ask anyone in the Scotch master distillers across Scotland and even the UK and here, even in the states, what do you drink if you don't drink your own? Everyone will mention Springbank. Springbank is a 
incredible spirit, very highly sought out over the past year. To your point, Dave, it has jumped tremendously in price. Yeah. Uh, you can used to find a 10-year-old spring bank on the shelf for $45. Now it's north of 100 um, and that's just a 10-year-old and forgetting about the pricing that's going on for 20-year-olds and, and more in single single casks. Uh, they're highly sold out by the, by the collectors and geeks. Thankfully, for most people, they're being opened, uh, which uh, is wonderful. Okay. Uh, but you're still seeing flipping going on in the spring bank world. It's a very innocuous bottle. Like You look at it, you're like, it's my grandfather's bottle, but the whiskey juice inside, it will just knock your socks off. So you've seen over your time in that industry of here's a regular bottle that's $40 on the shelf, and then you could get it all the time you wanted to, and then all of a sudden, whatever happened, or the notice happens, boom, can't get it, and if you do, you've got to pay a ridiculous amount of money for it. Right, so McAllen, McAllen's been like that. There was a McAllen 1 edition that came out probably in 2015 for a whopping 80 bucks, and now you're seeing it go for like close to $1,500, $1,600. Wow. Yeah. And it's been around forever, right? Well, McAllen itself has been around forever. Um, there's an argument to be made that it's changed over the years. But again, these are highly sought out whiskeys that just get hyped up, you know, with the, now with the invention of the internets and, yes. and, and the Facebooks and, and all that, that. And that becomes worldwide, or is there a country that still has it for $40 on the shelf and nobody cares about it, or we're all international? So you'll see hunters, you'll see people who go to store to store. Hopefully, you'll find out one store that still underprices it, that has no idea what they have on the shelf. Uh, you'll see that a lot actually here in the Northeast. You have the bourbon hunters who know what they're buying, and thankfully one store mispriced it, and they'll grab it, and they'll tell their friends really quickly, and that quickly sells out. Uh, but for the most part, if you're a, a store owner in the liquor industry, you know exactly what you're getting. So They, they should be on top of it because, my God, these prices have changed. I, there's so many whiskey and bourbon people when it comes to the cigar industry. I hear them talking in the lounge about it all the time, and I don't, I don't know – a lot about it, but boy, they say, oh, the state liquor store has such and such, and which one? And they go there, and they're out of it, so you know how New Hampshire works. It's the state liquor controlled, and then they become lotteries that stores want to be able to get them, or cigar bars, or, you know. I'm scared to say the one I like, because I don't want the price to go up, but Glen Murray, just stock Glen Murray. Awesome. Awesome whiskey. For 24 bucks. Awesome. It's outstanding. And the other one is Monkey Shoulder. Uh, you yeah, gave me some shit because it was only $34, and I yes. brought it in. We had Rocky on the show, yeah. and he said, holy shit, you have Monkey Shoulder. Like He recognized it immediately as an underpriced, underrated whiskey. So Monkey Shoulder has been around a lot. It was, it was, uh, that's a blend. Uh, and the whole point was to get people to be interested into whiskey because it's a very easy drinkable. Very easy. Very easy and affordable. That one price, in my opinion, won't ever change. Um, but Glenmoray has also been around forever. And also your grandfather's whiskey. Um, it is, I've had some amazing, I've had 30 year old, 35 year old Glenmoray's before and it, they're dynamite. They're dynamite. The it's thing, a- I've done the, the regular stock one right up against the 12 and I'll be damned if I can even taste the difference for the seven extra dollars. It, it, the regular it's one is so product. good. It's a great, great thing. And again, ultimately at the end of the day, just drink what you like. Right. And, and I'm always about that. Right. Share, share your bottles. Open them up, right? This is a great time of the year to, yeah. to have this, and this is awesome. So. I, I certainly so feel warmer. You're not an investor. You don't put things aside. You you drink what you gather. And- I'm a big – I do tastings also yeah. privately, uh, and they're fun. Uh, I'm a big believer of, of buying and drinking because, yeah. again, you know, we, we've all faced you know, some sad, sad things in our lives, and I've seen it. And especially during COVID, I was doing private tastings online. 
Um, and I'm like, just open up the bottle. That's it. I used to have a lot larger yeah. collection. I just sold it off and opened it. I'm like, just taste that's, it. That's how I've been lately. But say you're a young guy and you, you want to start investing and buying stuff to put aside and turn it into a little side hustle that's, that's going on. What would you buy today as that person or it's, that person's asking you? Your professional opinion. I'm going to go to the liquor store. It's sitting there right on the shelf. But maybe 10 years from now, this thing is going to be, pop. oh, my God, you have that. It's a good question. So in my opinion, and we've been talking about this in, in amongst all the collectors and investors, that we think there's a bubble coming or a bubble happening, that I think that that investing put aside is coming to a, coming to an end. Oh. Uh, I know what's going on behind the scenes in the bourbon world. There, A lot of places are having certain issues because they thought demand was higher than it actually is, and uh. it's actually sitting around. So I'm actually going to flip it. Buy, you'll, you'll be surprised if you buy what you like. And you'll be surprised maybe 10 years from now that bottle that you still have because you want to drink it. It's worth something else. Yeah. So I'm a big You're believer. You're the only one. Right. Yeah. Right. So some people still have like some older McAllen stock from like the late 90s and early 2000s. They're like, oh, wow, that's worth a lot of money now. But I actually bought it because I wanted to drink it. So if you're looking for a side hustle in this industry to try to flip it, I would say I think you might be a little bit late to the game in my opinion. But if you're a drink, but buy a drink, find what you like, stick with that, and and you'll be surprised. I think if you if you're left with a couple of bottles, boohoo, uh, and those bottles might be worth something at later. Yeah, later there's point. certainly you're never going to lose money on. It's always worth what you bought for. If if you're buying off the shelf and not flipping and reflipping is going to be the problem, right? It's getting tough. I can. I know certain people who are very into it and and do it almost full time, and it's getting tougher out there. Absolutely. Yeah, we have somebody that works for us. That's what, that's what he does, too. And uh, it's very interesting to see that, that that's what they do. Is there a whiskey of the year that happens? So there are a couple of... So right now with the internet and everyone becoming a blogger, there are a lot of people out there who have a whiskey list. And again, you have to gravitate towards the whiskey reviewer that always... that, that, that you Meet your towards. palate. Right. So there's a big magazine. We, we're very well known. They usually do whiskey of the year. To be honest with you, it's kind of, in my opinion, fallen off for the past few years due to a whole slew of stuff. Yep. So, and I don't think they... Oh, right. So you have to trust, to me, a reviewer or somebody who drinks a lot, yep. all of it, and kind of hone in to, into it. So... There's a former reviewer um, who I used to love his list because he got samples of everything out there. And back then, back you know, it's even 15 years ago, it was a lot less. Uh, and then he, when he gave out his list, um, um, it was it, money you, in the you, bank. You knew you knew yeah. if it was a whiskey of the year, bourbon of the year, you knew it, it meant something. It had gravitas to it. There are still uh, groups out there. I'll mention Malt Maniacs. They do a list every year. They're just like that. They get everything from worldwide and and. Again, people like, ah, if they give their list to it, and there's certain small groups here and there you can find for it, um, if they give their number one whiskey, then it, it has some weight to it. Has there any been any ever been anything on single cast nation that say, okay, you know, all of a sudden this became the talk of the town? A lot of their bottles, a lot of our bottles, I should say, are fantastic. I actually yeah, snuck in a, a rum here. Uh, that got ridiculous reviews, uh, and it, it sold out pretty much after that review came out. Um, it got like a 94 by somebody. It was a rum, and you're like, what? And yeah. it, it was it was fantastic. So, I mean, people gravitate towards – there's a Wild Turkey lottery out now. The lottery's closed. The bot, I think the, the winners should be announced shortly. Um, it was 250 a bottle because pricing has gone up for bourbon, just showing you that. It's definitely sure. going to sell out. Um, th- those – 
bottles are highly sought out and they're gonna you know definitely be fantastic um we've had 30 we've had some older heaven hill stock we've had some other great scotches other we've had invergord and we've had a lot of stuff out there that's still very highly sought out it seems to me that five to seven years ago when the scotch boom happened price-wise scotch started going up we used to be able to get unbelievable japanese whiskeys for 60 dollars a bottle and now you can't find them and when you can they're two bills so it seemed like a lot of those scotch guys shifted over to bourbon because it was a more economical way to enjoy whiskey and now the same exact thing is happening that it has skyrocketed to the point where you just can't be an alcoholic anymore yeah. <laughs> so you can, right? So going back to, to going back. You're going to drink slits. Well, no, but I'm saying going back to drinking what you like and going back to supporting your local store. Yeah. There are still a lot of stores out there that, and especially by me in Connecticut, that are wonderful owners. They don't, they don't try to hype, you know, they'll sell it for you what, what they got it yeah. for. So they'll do a single barrel pick. Could be of of an MGP whiskey, could be of something else, a Weller, right? And they'll sell it to you at cost, and they won't try to gouge you mm. up for pricing. Total Wine, I, I don't think you guys have Total Wine here in New Hampshire, but I, but there's you know that's a nationwide sure. thing. They're very very good with with their picks and and their whiskeys um, at at reasonable prices and stuff like that. So again, don't drink to flip, in my opinion, right? Yeah. Drink, drink to enjoy. To enjoy. And that's cigars <clears throat> too. They should, but it's something out there, and I think right now the worlds are colliding. The, the cigar here it is right here. Cigars and whiskey colliding, and. Um, People that are listening to us, this is the Cigar Authority, and you want to know more about cigars. But there is a podcast that's about whiskey, much like what we do here is One Nation Under Whiskey Podcast. Tell us a little about that. So that's through uh, the two owners, uh, Jason and, and Joshua. They discuss various things on, on the horizon. They have great guests usually come in. Uh, could be celebrities. Could be uh, just other people in the industry. Could, could be them two goofballs just goofing off. Yeah. Uh, they're very, very close. They're best friends. Um, and they created this amazing, amazing brand together. Um, and, and again, you don't believe us. Just open up, try to even, sometimes you can find our, our bottles on, on, your, on, your, on your local shelf. Oh, buy it. Buy it. So we have some still very yeah. reasonable price stuff. And, uh, and proofs in the pudding. That's Does it, it seem to you like the industry for liquor, and I'm going to say also for cigars, the manufacturers saw the secondary market go through the roof and said, you know what? Fuck it. Why don't we get the money? So you're finding out a little bit. Um, there might be artificial pricing and gouging right now a little bit on the manufacturer side where now they're telling you this, but the demand's still there. So... If you're seeing a bourbon or a price go up a little bit, you're right. There might be a little bit, like nothing really changed. But don't forget also, this is still a very handmade product, right? So you have inflation going on, right? And you see it a little bit now with even with cigars. Bottles cost more, shipping costs Everything more. Everything costs yeah, more. Labor yeah. costs more, right? And there was a barrel shortage for a little bit. Um, all right, there's a bottling shortage. I can tell you that for a little bit, especially during COVID, there was issues with that. So there's a lot of things that still go on here where... 20 years ago, oh, it was so cheap. It's like, and now it's double. I'm like, one, you have to factor in inflation, but minusing that thing, you might find a little bit here and there. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I still believe that your core line, maybe not the Hollywood site, but your, your Glamore, that, which is still very affordable and they got tons of stock for it, you're still going to be able to find your bottle if you enjoy it yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. All right. This is awesome. And the cigar is awesome. Again, this Thank is Aganosa Leaf Single Cast Nation for this year. Um, it, it's been every two years. I don't know where it goes from here. Is it two years from now? We'll see. Uh, or is this the last one? We'll see how that ends up going. I know this is a uh, labor of love type of thing. Uh, so much work went into it. it it's crazy. There's no 
they're just very nice for doing this. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you to the, the folks at Agonos Leaf for uh, putting putting this together and, and playing along with us. And uh, thank you, Jonathan Miller and all the folks at Single Cast Nation. We're going to sell this on Monday at 10 a.m. Single Cast Nation, if you're listening, 9 a.m. you guys can get it. And uh, you got one hour to do whatever you're going to do, and we're going to take it from there. And this isn't going to last. Yeah, it'll be uh, no doubt about it. So uh, no. thank you. We're going to take a break. Thanks so thank much you for very coming much. on. Of course. Uh, and when we come back, it is the most wanted cigars. That's what we're going to talk about this week. The most wanted cigar list. Plus, we got a new commercial coming up right now. No switching. Listen to it. Uh, we're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Hotcakes. Anybody here wanna smoke some hotcakes? Cakes, hotcakes. HVC's got cigars for sale. You can buy them in a single or a box of 25 HVC hotcakes. They really satisfy selling cakes. Hotcakes. You get them from the cigar man. He sells cigars, one or the other. If you smoke HVC, you'll never buy another selling cakes. Hotcakes. You get them from the Cigar Man. HVC Hotcakes are premium cigars. Featuring a San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan Corojo binder grown in Jalapa, and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, including a leaf of Corojo from 2006 Maduro, which makes this blend pop. Expect rich notes of dark chocolate, espresso, and spice. It's so friggin' good. Selling cakes. Hotcakes. You get them from the Cigar Man. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. Elberton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, cut and light one now. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christoph Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit 
of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrails Blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the God Rails complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red West Tampa cigars. It's a passion with a purpose. Welcome back, everybody. We are smoking the Aganosa Leaf. Aganosa Aganosa Leaf. Leaf, Single cast nation for 2023. Um, And is this, um, we're talking most wanted list. We'll see if uh, this belongs in a most wanted list with Christmas around the corner. and you're looking to buy a cigar for an aficionado, somebody who really likes cigars, knows a lot about cigars, maybe you want to get them something that, that's very wanted, and you're saying, you know, I don't know what's, what's wanted. Uh, I have a list. I had a list of for years of my most wanted cigars that I wanted to – I always wanted to smoke everything. I wanted to try everything, so I said I could – I tried this, I tried that. Um, and on it was uh, a Dunhill Cuban, very hard to get. They stopped making them so many years ago. I got to try it, uh, and I did because somebody brought it to me, wouldn't even let me buy it. Um, uh, Davidoff Domperion, that's another um, that, you know, pre-embargo can't, can't get. And, um, you know, I, I put the word out, I'm looking for it. And again, somebody gave it to me as a gift, and that's not what I'm looking for because I'm going to end up saying one to you um, because there's only one left on my list that I have never tried. Uh, I wanted to try. Jonathan, you'll know why when I say the name of the brand because it's 1492. Yeah. Big big part of my life, right? It's yes. 1492. Uh, it's a Cuban cigar, uh, big red band. I didn't. 
know if there's any brand attached to it. Somebody had said to me Podigus or something, but it came out in 1992 once. Big red band, 1492 across it. I don't want any fakes. I don't know if they, they even made fakes or anything of it. But, you know, I said to people years ago, and I'll stick by it, I'd be willing to pay $500 for that cigar. That is just so crazy to me because you're so you're not frugal. You're, you're a very generous person when it comes to your gift giving. But yeah, to myself. you don't spend money on yourself. You wear staff shirts yes. every day. Yeah. You have a closet filled of the same pants, yeah. and you have 30 pairs of the exact same shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do it, but I have done it with cigars. You're going to set it on fire. You're going to set $500 on fire. That's all right, because it's the last one left. But all <laughs> these ones, as it, as it went on, uh, this is how I felt. Trinidad. Trinidad mm. was another one. I, I'm going back into the 90s that you could not get Trinidad. The only way to get Trinidad was to be given it as a diplomat. Right. So I ended up buying uh, a couple of those at 300 apiece, I think the number was at the mm-hmm. time. I'm going back into the 90s at that time. And the person that found it for me and brought it to me, I paid them for it. And I said, I need two. And then I got two. And I said, here's one for you. And we closed the store. And we lit the cigars up. And that was Steve Saka huh. who found that cigar for me. Uh, but this one is 1492. Uh, if anybody ever sees it, I'm willing to pay five hundred dollars for it. What does that mean? They come. Yeah, I can get it for you, but it's five fifty. Yeah, I'd probably give well, you five fifty. So <laughs> Ted Hughes says he's got a glass top humidor full of fourteen ninety two. There we go. If you do, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm interested in one of them. Uh, not not the glass top humidor version. No, no. Uh, so um, where am I going with this? Sought after cigars. Um, last year, um, if, if you were to pick something that was new, that was very sought after, Alfonso. People were going Huge. crazy last year. Uh, it ended up in uh, Dojo and Half Wheel and uh, uh, Smoking Tobacco's Cigar of the Year. They only had made 200 per size. Right. They were gone by the time that people put this mm-hmm. out that said Cigar of the Year. They were all gone. That was the unfortunate. If you bought it, then you ended up having it. If you didn't know beforehand... But that uh, goes to Jonathan's point about buy what you like. Mm. Yeah, but you didn't know. It, w- it was new and you didn't know. So you got to get on top of new things as soon as they come in. Is that what ends up happening, that this new bourbon is out there and you'd say, oh, I got to go buy one right now to see if... It- I'm honestly not into bourbon. I'm, I'm into scotch, but yeah. I'm really not... I, I do what he says. I... I do a little bit of research on a brand if I'm going to spend more than $50 and really make sure that that money is going to be well spent, that the flavor profile is in my wheelhouse. $50 is a lot of money to drink. Yeah, you're not a flipper. I'm not a flipper. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people are. Opus X, you know, a customer will buy all the Opus X that I get. And I, we don't let that happen Correct. because we want to make it so it goes just like them that, yeah, you, you can buy a box if you want, but you can buy a box. I'll take them all. Yeah, when you take them all, are you going to smoke them? They're not. They, you know, they're going to flip it and, and make it so that their purchase is free maybe or to have a little side hustle going on. Um, Liga Pavada, that was another one in its day. In its I'd say day. it's not there now right. um, that um, people would buy – Overbuy, 
because they say there's a secondary market well, out there. And as a retailer, we don't want a secondary market. Well, we don't want it to happen. You don't want to be, you're not interested in cigars that have the artificial shortage. Now, in the case of this Aganorsa leaf with the uh, single cast nation guys, yeah. you can only make so many cigars out of a barrel. Yes. Period. Because you, it's a law of diminishing returns. Eventually, the devil's cut's gone, and you, you're not getting the flavor you're looking yes. for. So, yes, this is a limited run. It's a limited run for a reason. Right. Um, well, so you, you know what's going to be the one that's huge on the secondary market. This year? I yeah. know. You know. I got it on my well, second. it's two, right? It's Year of the Dragon, Davidoff, right? No, that's not where you were going? I'm going to Padron Fuente. Oh, that's going to be outrageously expensive. I read that that was got shipped last week, and it's not true. And you Ed don't said have it. We don't have it, and it wasn't shipped because we have no. Um, Did you put an order in for them? Yes. Right. Yeah, I, we'll take all we can get. And they said, "Yeah, you're getting one." <laughs> and what do you do with the one? We're going to do some sort of. So don't call to buy them because we're going to do a cigar dinner, or we're going to do some raffle, or we'll do something because we. All I can do is make hundreds and hundreds of people mad at me. So yeah. we can't do that with it. it. It's trouble. Year of the Dragon, we got a very limited amount to it. We take <clears> all we could get, and, and it was an expensive cigar. But we got what we got. They were gone in a day. Never Everybody opened wants for it. singles. Just yeah. Some and text that, that's that person and that's that wants it. it. And we had we did the Winston Churchill cigar dinner, so I had the Davidoff folks here. And anything? They didn't one, have any. One more box. I got one person screaming for it. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. It's 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 done. So that's going to be one of those that it's going to be like, how, how can I get it? Um, and and as expensive as it was, what was that? Four hundred? It was just over five. Over mm. five hundred box of ten. Um, Single cast nation will will they have created this time the sought after cigar that the the uh, bourbon people and the cigar people want to have of this time is going to tell we'll we'll see how that ends up going right now it's time for the confessional and that's brought to you by All Saint Cigars it's time for the confessional. <laughs> Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year, All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? That read is the only time you pronounce your R's on a word that ends in R. Yeah, okay. There you go. Follow I recorded it. Message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Anani Moose writes, a $2,000 cigar. Hmm. Dear authorities, over the past few weeks, I have heard on the show many listeners talking about bringing their wives to the New England Cigar Expo. That is awesome. And those couples should be applauded. What shocked me, though, was <laughs> Dave's suggestion that perhaps those wives would be better off shopping. In my experience, that is the worst advice ever. A few years ago, I was in the Caribbean on a trip with the wife, and after working with Mr. J to source the retired hammer and sickle Moscow cities that came in that statue, I thought I would go buy some overpriced Cuban cigars. My wife said she would join me on my walk from the beach to the local Casa del Habano, and I foolishly told my wife, don't come in. I'll be in and out. As I walked out with a couple of cigars, my wife was nowhere to be seen. As I started looking for her, I see her inside a jewelry store. 
Being used to how things roll in the States, I lit a cigar assuming there was no way they would let me in. Well, the jeweler waved me in, put out an ashtray, and I had to wait as my wife and the jeweler ended up going on a tour around the store Hmm. that would eventually cost me a few thousand dollars. After that trip, I now take my wife with me to the cigar shops that have no jewelers nearby and that hopefully stock candles like Two Guys does (laughs) so that while I buy cigars, she is buying candles. I hope that my mistake can be a learning experience for others. Have a great weekend. And the reason why I say it is it's it's limited, the amount of people that we can have in New England Cigar Expo. And should we half fill it up with people that have no interest in the event itself, meaning there's a whole bunch of people that can't get in because it's filled with people like secondary markets. If I don't drink bourbon and I buy a whole bunch of bourbon so I can flip it, it's hurting the person that could right. could could have bought it. That so that seemed all. hardly like a confession at all. Yeah. It was just smart. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez, I don't know if that's all that bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints St. Francis cigars this week. Okay, next week on the Cigar Authority, it's the seven deadly sins of the cigar industry. Those that got the care package this week, you dig in what's happening there, right? Oh, boy. Yeah, and we got a surprise for you even on next month. We got really? some good stuff coming. Um, and um, the following week, the 16th, is um, the Cigar Authority's 2023 survey. Extra added bonus, no Mr. Jonathan. I like True. that. True. What, are you going to be dancing? No, no, oh, he's no. going to be working, be the, working sales the sales floor on, <laughs> on a Saturday. We expect yeah. it to be too busy for him to attend, so, uh, so we'll tap in somebody to help me out, but uh, we will see as that comes on. Uh, the Christmas edition show is December 23rd. Do not come up here to watch it. We're going to tape it some night in advance. It's too uh, busy in the store. On too. the 23rd, yeah, so we'll tape that. And um, December 30th, um, uh, you've been buying cigars wrong. We're going to teach you uh, the right way to buy cigars as a, as wow. a consumer does. Now we'll wrap it up. January 6th, we will announce the cigar of the year. So start sending those answers. I see people wrapping up uh, already, wrapping up their 10 contenders. Really good. Which, which is great. Um, you still got plenty of time, but before you know it, the end of the year is there, and that's with it, where it stops. So uh, we will give the cigar of the year on uh, January 6th. Dave, Ted Hughes wants to know, is there any chance Ed Santa Maria will ever be on? Yes, we have Ed Santa Maria scheduled. Um, what do I have for him? I have him for March 16th. All right, there's March the 16th. answer. So, uh, yeah, we, will, we are booked through April hmm. right now. So uh, keep those cards and let us coming. Um, Atabay Black Ritos. That is going to be a uh, sought-after cigar. That is going to be flipping. People are going to be talking about it. Believe me, it's a big deal. Uh, find those 10 cigar retailers that are out there. If they have any, you need to try it before it is gone. Uh, the other NFT cigars that are out there sought after, I would say, also. Um, Stillwell Style Holiday, I'm looking forward to trying yep, it that when that comes that in. That decent every time. Uh, HVC Black Friday this year, winner. Very, Very good. good. Yeah. Very good. Uh Tough one, fifth box of 50, but... Uh, bigger ring gauge than I like, but the flavor is phenomenal. Flavor is kind of a throwback to that first time yeah. that they did the shorts. Firecrackers. Yeah. Uh, watch for firecrackers. By the way, if you uh, are paying attention to the 12 Days of Christmas on Two Guys Cigars, 
Um, you may see uh, some firecracker things come up really? and things. Pay attention. Are you even right. supposed to say that I'm out not, loud? I'm not. <laughs> if I get a text from Ed. How about the that lunatic, 10 by 100? Hmm. I don't know if they're going to come out with it ever again. It was supposedly a one and done thing, I Annoyingly think. Annoyingly delicious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hated that it tasted so good. And Pete, I think that is going to be one that people are going to say, I should have put one aside. I should have grabbed it or whatever. Uh, I don't even know if we have any left, but people have them. I might have I might have two downstairs. Yeah. Uh, contenders packs, they are flying. They will be gone very, very shortly. Uh, so grab them. Uh, the Saka Unicorn types things or anybody that puts that um, special cigar. I hate the $100 whole idea, but that stuff... When, when it's gone, people are like, I should have did it, even though it was uh, priced so high. So um, uh, most wanted list. Uh, uh, right now, it's time for the Fave Five, and that is brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five, brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. John, Such a child. Dave can't wait till you're not on the show. Yes, it's going to be great. I haven't touched it. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, this is um, the, uh, what is that, family feud style type thing that goes on, and these guys are going to. Is gonna... this the one we have to wait for the whole question? To no, be you don't have to wait, but if you do it, I'm going to stop right in the middle of uh, what I'm saying. And uh, then you got a chance to be beaten. So uh, name a favorite dessert that many people love. And that is Mr. Jonathan for a change being first. What do you got? Chocolate cake. Chocolate cake is number one. You're goddamn right it is. Wow. Chocolate cake is the number one. Just turn this off since there's no way Ed Sullivan can beat me now. Huh. Good. So I can turn mine off. I don't know much about desserts. You do. You make lots of desserts. What what would be in the top five? I, I don't want to say like a cobbler of some kind. Maybe they like a pie. An apple pie. Apple pie. I bet apple, apple pie, pie is, is number four. All right. Number five is cookies. Just cookies. That's not a dessert. That's a snack. I kind of agree with you. Yeah. As long as there's no nuts in the cookie and it's chocolate chip. I feel like that could be a dessert. Uh, they're saying cheesecake. Rudy says cheesecake. Cheesecake is not there. Brownies is number three. Carrot cake, cream pie. Ice cream is number two. All right. I know where he's getting his information. He's polling his own house. Strawberry shortcake. That is, the, that is the list of desserts in order of what you have at your house when you have desserts. It is not. No. And you you actually have cookies as a snack. I'm surprised that it, that it made it on there. It wouldn't. There's it charcuterie board, and then there's a bowl of cookies. The yeah, charcuterie board isn't a dessert either. No, it's not, but that's how Although you do sometimes it. sometimes I eat that after the meal, and then I yeah. start picking. Jonathan, recently they had uh, creme brulee at the oh. Garofalo house, made with fine Tahitian vanilla beans. It was outstanding. Hands down, the best I've ever had. You couldn't sell it, though. It was too expensive. <laughs> it was expensive. It would be know. too expensive to I, 
I me. think two vanilla beans from Tahiti cost me $23. Wow. Two beans. I'm with you. Crazy, crazy. All right. Dare we say the final thoughts on Aganorsa Leaf Single Cast Nation Cigar or 2023. Aganorsa Leaf Single Cast Nation Cigar. Uh, this was a highly anticipated cigar for me. I went in with high expectations, and my expectations were not only met, but they were exceeded. I've all I've enjoyed the other two. Right. But this they one, dialed it in. This one absolutely it. has been dialed in. Now I can't wait for the next time. I hope there's a next time. Because this now one was that so it's good. dialed in, they have to do. They it have again. to. Yeah. They As a non-drinker, to. do you like it? it? It's probably not for me. You know, it's still. I preferred last year's, which was less. It was more tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. But very I, good. I'm not a drinker myself. Yeah. But I like it. I like the little sweetness that's happening to it, and I like that it's not a flavored cigar, but it has added flavor to it because yeah. it actually there's, there's kind of a, on the strong side and i'm a little surprised you're not bitching about it of strength really a little strong really yeah. i know i can taste the tobacco but that's what i like about it that it's the the alcohol didn't overpower it like it has sure. in the past um i would say the first year the alcohol overpowered the cigar the second year the tobacco overpowered the alcohol and the third year I'm, I taste both. Yeah. Hey, Jonathan, Bingo wants to know if you're bringing homemade ranch dressing to Dave for uh, Christmas. I don't know. It's yeah. only because I, I, the girl I'm seeing made Thanksgiving dinner, so I didn't yeah. do any cooking, meaning I only cooked a turkey. I didn't go do my normal shopping, and when I do my normal mm-hmm. shopping, I actually end up going up and down the middle aisles. Otherwise, I stay out of the middle aisles. I only shop the periphery right. of the store, and I just spaced on getting the stuff to make the mac and cheese for uh, Gianna. Huh. And you know I'm not bringing it home. I don't eat that shit. There we go. So, oh. so, but you so, could take it and bring it to somebody else's But house. I made a, a batch of ranch dressing that I was bringing to her house. And I so I said, you know, I can't go empty-handed. I just thought it was a weird <laughs> gift for a man to give another man as a bottle of ranch, ranch dressing. I gave it to your oh. wife. Okay. Everybody loves ranch dressing, right? I don't. It's homemade. No, I don't eat it. And there was nothing in it that you won't eat. You got. You should have. Seen I didn't the, even try it. You should have seen the look on his face. He'll eat yogurt. <laughs> He's fine with yogurt. Yeah. But I said it's Bulgarian A2 yogurt, and he gets this pus. Yeah. And his daughter's like, Dad, you, there's nothing in this you won't eat. But, nothing. But he won't even try it. Huh. I like the store yogurt. Somebody somewhere put mayonnaise in a ranch dressing one time, huh. and now he can't have it. Right. And that's how you. That's how I would think you would feel. You would feel, but you didn't with ketchup. I Ryan think. Seneca says your motto is "Can't go empty-handed, can't leave empty-handed." <laughs> <laughs> I do have a couple of new wine glasses. I, I didn't there we tell go. You about. That's true. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, more on the most wanted cigars and other things uh, that you want. Most wanted things. We're live in the Toscano soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the 
Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers. 7th and 8th priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark, oily San Andreas wrapper. A great binder from Mexico. And then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice, uh, it is rich and decadent. You're going to try one, and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Rightly so. I hope you enjoy it. I love it, and I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. 
Valentino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars. Use authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. This is Armand Asante, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. West Tampa Cigars is passion with a purpose. I hear a new cigar coming out from them. Get the... They have a new cigar coming. Yeah. Armand Asante. No. No. West Tampa Cigars, with oh. the person I said, <laughs> what I was talking about. Because I was thinking, that Oravivo, if I could get my hands on a yes. one... On the white, it was that was Agonorsa, but it was that was exceptional. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did hear an interview with him that said he was talking to somebody else about possibly doing it, coming out with something again or something because he still loves cigars and loves wants to be part of it. But um, it, it takes a lot of work. I mean, there he was at the trade show and everything, and he's a busy guy. You're talking about it, in, when we had him up here, he had done already a hundred movies. Hundred movies, and he never stopped. And he's getting older, yeah. and he still he says it's work. That's what I do for a living, work. So I look for a job to work. And sometimes I take movies that aren't the greatest movies, but I need work. And I don't think he's hurting for money or anything, but he needs to work. I get it, absolutely. All right, we are going to light up the second cigar of the day. What do we have here? Well, Dave, the second cigar is the Cubanas. It's manufactured in Nicaragua for the Cabanas. Folks. Cabanas. You're, you're correcting uh, my yes, English. Cabanas. 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 No, you're not Cubanas. Cabanas. Cabanas. Yeah, uh, like caca. Yeah. Well, it doesn't taste like that. We'll, we'll wait and find out. It's manufactured in Nicaragua. <laughs> For the folks at Altadas USA, the size we're smoking is the 5x50 Robusto. It is wrapped in a Habano Rosado wrapper. The binders and fillers are both Nicaraguan. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single will set you back $9.99, while a box of 20 is $159.99, dropping the single price down to just $8 on Two Guys Cigars. Something. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try Two Guys Cigars with the standard ending for a website. That's the number two, Guys Cigars Something Something. And Ryan Seneca says this cigar has some yellow cello. I said it to you when I took the cello out and sent it to you, and I said... This has some yellow cello that's yeah. on here. Ryan this Seneca cigar has been, a, been around for quite a while, but there's a reason why we're smoking the cigar today, Bing, and I'll tell you about it. Bingo says Dave correcting pronunciation is like Mr. J giving marriage advice. There we go. There wow. We go. <laughs> that, wow. That's rough. <laughs> it's accurate. That's it's time rough. to cut our cigars. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So we have a member in our studio audience. I'm not going to mention names. Okay. We have a member that attended my dance class this week. Oh, wow. And this 
member of our studio audience. I wasn't here for the first time because I was doing the Davidoff thing. A mm. fantastic dancer. Really? Oh. Took to it like a duck to water. And I'm sure it was a difficult thing to be able to do the class. And there was some emails exchanged. But I will tell you that all of the people in the class could not believe that this was this person's first class. Hmm. Could just not believe it. Just a natural. I got text messages and emails after saying, who is this ringer? Really? All right. Brett beautiful. says it wasn't him. It, no. might, have, it might have been Brett. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening, so it doesn't even count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cold draw is a... Nicaraguan cigar. Yeah, it's very, very straightforward. This is Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. You'd pull that out anytime. That, that's what I get to. We're going to light our cigar today with the Brawn by Lotus featuring an onboard cigar rest, especially with all the germs that people are afraid of nowadays. Having your own cigar rest. Is that going to happen again, germs? Are we going to start getting into germs? It kind of went away. I think if you drink some of this whiskey. I think mm -hmm. you're starting to warm up a little. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the Braun has a flip top and four jets that, when ignited, are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Talk about big-ass. This thing's massive. And you get easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of $49.99. That is the Braun by Lotus. And is it called Braun because it's the size of a shaver? This yeah. is an interesting thing because this is called the Braun, and the other there's two other colors that are called the Braun, but if you get the... It's like a sterling silver looking one. That one's called the Terminator. Oh. It's the same lighter. But the Terminator was sterling silver. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Silver. But yeah, the silver one is the Terminator, but this one's the Braun. Huh. Who's the uh, something Braun from Seinfeld? George's mom was obsessed with him. Oh, the, yes, the, the guy that. Um, that was better than George in every way. Yeah, <laughs> and he uh, liked chewing gum. He did like chewing gum. Uh, pepper forward. Black pepper forward, yeah. right? That's what I'm getting out of it. This is Citrus. in the care package, but it's also in the Cigar Hall of Fame. Three cigars uh, made it to the Hall of Fame. Ru Rudy says Lloyd Braun. Lloyd Braun. Lloyd Braun. Right. There it is. See, Rudy, our fact checker <laughs> is back. <laughs> Lloyd Braun. Um, Cabanas, Cuesta Ray, and Davidoff. Uh, Cabanas was actually the first... Cuban cigar made in Cuba ever. Hmm. So this is before it was legal to do it. This guy was like a mobster, and he the government looked the other way when he did what he did. All tobacco was moved from Spain from 1717 to 1817. All went to Spain. Spain made cigars. They were the only people making Cuban cigars for 100 years. And then as you start listening to cigar brands that came out, you'll start hearing 1850, you know, things like that. That's that the only time in history that a cigar was made in another country, and that country was not credited for yes. the cigar. They called it Cuban Made cigars. in Spain, but it was a Cuban cigar. Right, because it was all Cuban tobacco. And for whatever reason, they, they started the whole thing of saying Cuban cigars, that's the kind you want, because there was other cigars around the world also. Uh, but Cabanas, very interesting story. You can go to the Cigar Hall of Fame and read about um, Cabanas cigars. It was not only in the first inductees into the Hall of Fame, it was actually the first cigar inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, 
And um, it is a cigar that was only available at one place. And that's the only place you could get the cigar. It's okay. I'm putting it in the Hall of Fame because it deserves it. I have a talk with the folks of Maltatus. I said, any chance I could get it? Let me make some calls. Let me see what happens. And they said, yes, you can. Nobody else is going to get it. So we're like one of two people that actually have the cigar. Um, I don't know how long that's going to last for me to do it. It didn't matter whether I had it or not. It needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, it has an unbelievable history. I believe we did a show on this before. On just Cabanas. Yes. So uh, you can look that up too. Um, great, great, great cigar. Um, and as is, I wonder, all the cigars from the Hall of Fame, will they become something as they become unavailable? It's in the, you know, right now all three are available, but I may, you know, bring a cigar, say Dunhill, for instance. You can't even get Dunhill cigars, and then they become even more sought after because. Could be. Whatever, as you learn about it, because most people don't know about Cabanas and, and how dare I get up there and induct the first cigar into the Hall of Fame that most people never heard of. Interesting move for you because you are very uh, business forward in your thinking. Yeah. And so why would you highlight a cigar that you don't carry? I yeah. mean, they let you carry it after, but interesting move. Yeah. Because it belongs in the Hall of Fame. It's a whole different thing. The Hall of Fame is a whole different thing. It's not a person. It is the cigar brand itself. So uh, we're going to continue it, um, and we will uh, tell you later in the beginning of the year of uh, what the next inductees will be or the next um, Hall of Fame nominees or whatever. Um, So um, I'm thinking as we build up Hall of Fame brands, actually – stop making gift packs and things of Hall of Hall of Fame cigars if I can get them. So what I'll need to do is acquire a whole bunch in advance and as years go on, then be able to end up having them because some of them, you just can't get them. So uh, that's when we'll announce that stuff. Right now, it's time to ask the Dawn by Dawn Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Dawn. <gasps> Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium! Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. That's going to possibly become one of the things like everybody clicking the cutter. Premium! Premium! Because that's not in the audio, but you've never heard it without it. Right. <laughs> now, Dave, I finished watching The Offer. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Very, very good. you got to get past the first 20 minutes. Uh, it took me a while. Yeah. You made me do it because yeah. I tapped out. And now you were happy you did. Oh, yeah. Very And I good. have to get my mother to do it because she, she did the same never, thing and she never went back to it. Tell her I said. All it's right. It's good. I will try. It is good. Notice I said I'll tell you I'll try because she lives her life much like I do. It's good. She yeah. does what she wants what, when, when she, she wants. wants. Yeah. The butt plug I thought was good. Oh, it was good. Not at all. following <laughs> message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Kiefer writes, Mr. Jonathan, on an episode of the podcast, you guys talked about doing an episode about which cigars are typical for each strength rating from 1 to 10. If you had enough time on that podcast, it would be interesting to hear from you guys 
about how you go about detecting the strength of a cigar. I know that the strength of a cigar or the nicotine level and the body of a cigar don't always go hand in hand. For instance, a full-bodied Maduro cigar can have a lower strength than a Connecticut. However, I am not always good at detecting the strength while I'm smoking. I often know at the end of of it how strong it was, but I couldn't say earlier on in the smoke what I thought the strength was. I've heard it said that retrohaling can help with detecting strength. Usually, what I've heard is the easier it is to retro, the lower the strength is. Is this accurate or is this confusing body and strength? Love the show. I would say yes. You can't retrohale a very strong cigar. Mm. Well, you can't. Ed Sullivan can. Sure. Sure. I mean, it it could be a whole show. Yeah, you're not really going to know the strength of it until you've smoked it. You don't taste nicotine. Right. Yeah, that ridiculous thing that happens on that other podcast. It's ridiculous. One draw, and that's the law. We we give a strength it's profile. It's a crazy it law. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Maybe it goes away. I that, don't know. That law was instituted by a crazy man. Yes, it was. Yeah. I thought it would be fun, but <laughs> it, it, it is ridiculous. Really, the way that I detect nicotine is that I'm, I'm actually sensitive to it behind my chest. I start to feel a, a heavy weight on stronger cigars that I don't get on milder cigars. And even if a cigar is packed with flavor, super peppery right out of the gate, if it if I don't feel it in my chest, it's not a strong cigar. I have my fillings. <laughs> my fillings. I can actually feel my fillings when uh, it's really strong. Nicotine, maybe, or whatever ends mm. up happening there. I actually have to go to the dumb, gum doctor, by the way, uh, re- uh, something bone loss or something within the, the teeth are fine, but the mm. gums have to go. So, oh, I, no. I don't know. We'll see. You're going to get a gum bad. graft? They say we're going to put bone in. They're going to somehow put bone. Take it from a cadaver? No, or? I think it's like a powder or something that turns into bone. Or, yeah, guess that sounds it's, suspicious. Yeah, I don't know. I got to. This is our, our dentist? He's sending me to a specialist. I guess you got to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. But, well, I'm going to go to him, and then we're going to see what he's going to say, what to do, and then I'll make a decision You're whether I have to do it. Like 65 years old. I mean, how many more years do you have left? I'm 63 years it's old. It's like 65, yeah, <laughs> from where I'm sitting. No, it's like 59. It's 63. How many years do you have left? Do you really need to go through that? I'm in, I'm in my high 50s, my upper 50s, 63. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Ed Sullivan, um, any missed cigars of most wanted? Like I say, that that Fuente Padron thing is going to be most wanted. But yeah. I, I don't really chase anything. You know, if I can't get it, well, fuck it. I'll yeah, smoke yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. I just can't. I, I ended up working in the cigar industry too quickly. I was a smoker, but. I wasn't a super user until I started working here, and I'm kind of with Ed Sullivan. I, uh, when something new comes in, I have to smoke it, but then yeah, the chase b- before, is over. Before I go to a trade show, I talked with everybody, and I says, anything out there I should be looking at or whatever, and eh, eh, eh no. Because we've tried most yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reps are getting smart, and they're coming around with samples before the trade show. Which is smart. The thing that I wanted to smoke that I when I was uh, early on is I wanted to try a pre-embargo Cuban, and- that I've been able to check off the list, thanks okay. to you. Um, the Byron 1850 was on my list. Got it. Out of a black, obviously, when the NFT came out, there was no sample. There was yeah. no nothing. I wanted that. Um, early, early on, 
I thought I had smoked a Cuban cigar. You ruined that. Uh, so I wanted to. I have. You went to Cuba yeah. and you got all you wanted. And the, the other one was a, a very aged Padron. And you checked that off the bucket list for me, too, giving me the very first uh, anniversario that came off the line. Yeah. I got a chance to smoke that twice. So I really don't have a – I'm not spending $500 for some Dunhill no. thing. Yeah. Yeah, pre-embargo just means – an old mediocre cigar. That's really all it and was. By by this point, there's not much left to the flavor. You know what? I was really excited to smoke that sucked, and we kind of knew it was going to suck, but I still wanted to smoke it. That Olympic cigar. We did a show on yes. it early, early on, but somebody found it in the garage. Yes, and it was it was the humidification was okay on it. Everything was fine. There was no mold, but it was from the eighties, like seventies, wasn't it? I thought yeah. it was nineteen eighty Olympics. Or maybe oh, yeah, 1980. probably 1980. Yeah, that one I was excited to smoke, and there was nothing. It was left. terrible, but and just, I, I still have plenty of them. That <laughs> was a that was a piece of history, and I, I'm glad I that, smoked it. That was a box of fifty, and I passed it out to all of you so everybody could end up smoking it. <laughs> nobody, nobody wanted nobody, another. One. Nobody asked for another, so that's what told you. But <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Um, all right, um, the stars review. This well, the was, stars had the week off. They had the week off, so there were. Oh, I don't want to go there again. But there were, there were five. Yeah, um, you know that happens four times a year. And I so, know. Uh, I, I told you that last week, didn't I? Yeah, and and he admitted you were right on cigar pulpit. I heard him. Yeah, ah. yeah. So so I that. did the review because we did not consider that at all that that ends up happening. So I think one of you is when that happens again. So get a review together of something. Hmm. What I tried to do is get a review of something that didn't exist. Right. Um, so I did the closest thing. It, it exists now, but it didn't exist before. Nobody has done a review on it, so I did something. And the cigar you picked was, of course, the Atabay Black Ritos. Yeah. Which was the original NFT cigar. and Also, the only cigar I've seen smoked. I've seen him smoke more than four times in a row, consecutive days. Yeah. That's I, never happened. I, I think. They needed to take a picture of the box. So the box was there, and I love it. And I just went. Did, so, so did I've, the, ha- I've had six of them did so Did the far. spice tingle on your lips? Yes. Was there crisp, clean tobacco flavor yes, on your tongue? Very much. So it delighted all your senses. It did. And. How about like, the, it almost is like you're describing a sexual experience the way he's responding. I'm yeah. uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. And could you taste the oak? Yes. Yes. And you liked it. And you don't necessarily get that on Atabay, but you got it on Atabay Black. And you know what, Jonathan? I think he got the strength right, uh, level correct on it. Oh, that's he rated it as five out of ten. I, I would agree. Straight medium. Yep. But tons of flavor oh on that. Oh, my God. What a cigar. And what do you think he gave it for a final rating? 110? No. no. It's going to be in the high 90s, 95, he w- 96. He wouldn't go over 100 because that's ridiculous. Yeah, he wouldn't. Uh, he went higher than you thought, though. 98. All right. I mean, I, listen, I that's watched the- it happen that he smoked four days in a row. He took a day off because he felt guilty. They're $50 cigars, Back too, to it. But- Wow, man, that is a great cigar. Yeah. That's up there in the greatest cigars I've ever smoked. Huh. There's a, there's two times that, that he gets the guilty look on his face. 
when there's a donut in the kitchen and I catch yeah. him sneaking in <laughs> to eat the last donut. Right. And when I catch him rifling through all of her stuff to try to find one of those. Now, is this going, uh, is he going to make more going forward? Yes. Yeah. So it's an ongoing thing. When but, I say ongoing, it'll be a couple times a year that a small amount go. They only go to um, NFT holders mm-hmm. and lounges. I got one. And I got them too because we are a Red Anchor Lounge, which is mm-hmm. part of the um, United Cigar Lounges, right? It's part of it. And believe me, Oliver said to me, the only people that get it are NFT holders and um, cigar lounges, and I said, "Yeah, I understand." He says, "So I want to make sure that you understand this." And he said it to me many, many times. And we were rebuilding the <laughs> Nashua store, and I knew what I was going to do anyway. And he'd come every once in a while and say, "Hey, I just want to remind you of that." And I said, "Yeah, I get it. Like I'm going to overstep him and say no." Mm-hmm. And uh, then I put the Red Anchor Lounge, and he, I, you know, when I did it, I took a picture of the Red Anchor Lounge with the thing hanging up. He goes. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> so uh, I, I play better rules, yeah. whatever the rules are. Um, that cigar is a dynamite cigar. As I said, Atabay was 11 years ago, and nobody was on board. Nobody was talking about Atabay, how great it is. It is the greatest still to this day. I'm slam dunker. Best cigar that I like my whole life is in Atabay. And Atabay Black comes out. It did not disappoint me. My God, it is fantastic. Uh, it's different than a regular Atabay. It's Atabay yeah. Black. There's only one size of it, but it's a fantastic cigar, and uh, you need to try it. Even though it's $50, it's a ridiculously high price. But compare that to other NFT cigars. NFT cigars that are out there, they're getting as much as $200. And I would say, is it are those other NFTs four times better then Atabay Black, no, I'll say the opposite. Atabay Black is four times better than any other, mm-hmm. any NFT that's out there for, for four times less the price. So it is the best NFT cigar. It's the first, and it's the best one that's out there. That's it. I said it, right? You right. said it. He said the, what he said. Yeah, and the and the other NF the other stars reviews will start up again this Thursday and every Thursday on the Cigar Authority. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Boners will, will I don't know reconvene. Why, I don't know why we couldn't say that because they don't sell cigars on that site. But it has links. To okay. It has links. Okay. Uh, early thoughts here on Cabanas, burning well, tasting good, um, medium plus early yeah, on. Maybe a six. It's uh, Maybe. The, the wrapper is burning very, very well. Uh, it is a very straightforward Nicaraguan cigar. There's no surprises. Nicaraguan Puro. Yeah. It's, it, it is good. And it's really about the the brand, not the cigar, as it is today. I say that because you're not going to like some of the um, choices for cigars that will be in the Hall of Fame years from now. Oh, uh, because I have a list of like 40, you know, and I'm going to keep... If anybody has a brand that thinks it should be in the Hall yeah. of Fame, let me know. Uh, and I'll consider it, of course, but... Yeah, some on that list, I can attest, are controversial. Yes, yeah. (laughs) But there's a reason for each and every one of them. So let's go to break. When we come back, we got three letters to get to. The best one's going to win a prize and more. We are live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81, Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. Wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
Nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Skip Martin. No, I'm Skip Martin. And I'm Michael Rosales. Right. We're from Roma Craft Tobacco. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the number one cigar podcast. No matter what you heard, the number one. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red. It's West Tampa passion with a purpose. And um, remind you, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year pack is is available, but they're going really fast, so this is probably the last time you'll hear me say this. Uh, it's 10 cigars for, for $99.99, and these are the best cigars that we think came out for uh, this past year, uh, from October last year through now, and uh, you can find that at Two Guys Cigars. And um, that's it. We have a prize to give away. What do we have? We must be running out of these. Yeah, we got to be getting close. Uh, although I think the last two email winners did not claim their prize. There was no huh. response to the email. So if you're hearing this and you know you won, just send me an email with your address and we'll get you taken care of. Yeah, or, or, or hurry, hurry up. Or look in your probably, spam folder. We're probably giving, uh, giving your prize away right now. <laughs> because uh, this has been more than four, four weeks. Oh, yeah. Five weeks. It might be the fifth, yeah. So we're uh, giving away the by the folks at H. Upman uh, a bottle of eight, uh, Banker Perrier water. Hmm. You have a credit card wallet, a bracelet, a coin, a pamphlet. And I thought we weren't going to mention that. I, 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 I meant to say the pamphlet first, but I, I just read it's, what's on the monitor. It's prominently displayed. It is. It's part of the picture. It is. How do you not say it? The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Danny writes, I have a suggestion for your challenge coins. In the military, we have started getting way more creative than the standard coins. It's all about style and function these days. Like having a coin with a bottle opener, odd shapes, or even just a repurposed thing no one's tried before. Huh. There was a while when every officer was giving out custom poker chips as coins because they were cheap enough for new officers to afford. I suggest you lean into that and get some branded cigar cutters instead. It's something that every cigar smoker needs. They can always remember easily and is fully in line with modern coin etiquette. Well, Love so, the show. Yeah, you're telling me this. Today is December 2nd. The coins obviously are already made. They go out with the care package next month. That's the extra thing that they're well, going to get in there. So the coin is done. There'll be more. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I did see the, the coin bottle opener mm. thing there, which is going to take away from the the face and the back of the printing right. area that's there, which is the problem. But I liked it. I liked the idea Maybe of Maybe you could make it like a throwing star, and then you'd have a weapon. A weapon. I'm in. Should we be supplying our customers with Probably weapons? Probably not. 
Yes. Yes. Although it might become a TSA problem. What else could you do with it? You could make it so it's a pizza cutter. Do you really cutter. think it would be a TSA problem? Everything seems to be. A Chevetta coin? Oh. I traveled with a, a Chevetta in my carry-on Did and didn't you? get caught oh, oh, coming oh. back from Cuba. Yeah, I got I had, I had your Chevetta, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rob writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Show idea. Good afternoon, gentlemen and Mr. J. To start out, I would like to say that I've been listening for over 10 years wow. and love the show. Wow. December 3rd is my 40th birthday, and my wife and kids will be traveling to the Dominican Republic for a much-needed vacation. I'll be listening to the show with an umbrella drink and a cigar in hand by the pool instead of the frozen tundra of New York. Hmm. I was wondering where I would be, to be able to get cigars from when I'm there. Or a great lounge to check out in my travels. Yeah, Google is doing its job, but my show idea can, came from Nick Perdomo when he said there's a factory tour available in Nicaragua. How about a show where you talk specifically about the countries you've been to and other tours, places that are visit-worthy for the cigar connoisseur in mind? Thank you for all the great content. Lastly, did anyone else think of the movie My Cousin Vinny last week at the end of the show when Dave said, Do I have a leg to stand on? Is this an underrated cigar? <laughs> it's the quintessential underrated cigar. The quintessential Gambini. Gambini. Oh, it's misspelled. Uh, again, I'm wrong. The quintessential Gambini. <laughs> okay. Do you ever see it? My Cousin Vinny? Yes. Okay. I don't Thank remember God. that line. Oh, it's a quintessential uh, It made me laugh. Cheers. Rob from New York. He's a uh, cop. All right. Thanks for your services. And... Uh, in the Dominican Republic, you're going to be able to get cigars everywhere, including the resort you're in. Don't buy the fake Cuban yeah, cigars at the resort. They say it's Cuban. Don't it, buy it. It's not true. Buy a Dominican cigar in the Dominican, Dominican Republic because that's go. what they sell. Yeah. And you are going to be away from where the resorts are. You're going to be away from where they make the cigars, so you can't go on a cigar tour. There's, yeah, you got a um, book that's special and specific. It, and it's three, four, five hours away from where Ooh. you are. Um, there's really nothing... We most likely where you're going. You didn't say where you're going, but I know where you're going. You're going where the resorts are, and um, this is a whole different area. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Fellas and Mr. J, hey, hmm. in homo voice. Not <laughs> a homo, by the way. You do you. I support your decision. <laughs> I like this guy. I recently heard the episode where the guy had his marriage saved by attending the expo. I admire the fact that an idea Dave had had such an impact on that man. He, he wrote, he wrote idea. I had to That's say good. it. See, I too have a wife. She doesn't appreciate the fact that I smoke, but hearing this story gives me hope. A hope that only a man in our shoes can understand. That being said, my wife is also very intelligent. I've been discussing monograph number nine with her. It kind of piqued her interest. Please have another expo. I'd love to take my family up there and show my wife exactly what goes in to a premium cigar. Wow, and I need time to plan was. as I live in Louisiana, so we would have to make a long trip trek up north as she doesn't fly. Oh, also, God. <laughs> sounds like my brother. Well, also, well. just a tidbit, Donut Dave or Maduro Dave, depending on how this day is going. <laughs> Adds an, day R, is happy days. adds an R approximately 69 times on average per episode to words that are not needed. Hmm. And I can't get enough of old Peter Griffin. 
Huh. Uh, boy, another one with the bring the wife to the expo, huh? No. That doesn't smoke cigars or appreciate that you smoke cigars. How but many there's, of those do you want to no, have? No, there is something to this because when they see that it is not a stripper fest and there's not scantily clad women all around, that it really is a bunch of nerds getting together, geeking out over rolled up tobacco leaves, which there's so few women that would be able to understand it at that level. When you see it, you can't help but understand it. Yeah, the hobby of it. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's the guy you want to give the prize to? Well, he really busted your balls. So. <laughs> and the coin and the and the visit. They were like, all pretty good. Yeah, give it to him. I'm okay. All right. All right. All right, Tim. Tim. I will follow up with you. All right, uh, the after show. We're going to talk about Cuba, uh, the economic turmoil that's hmm. happening in Cuba. Uh, this is news that's going on right now. How's that affecting cigars? It is in a big way, so we'll talk about that also. But Cuba's a mess. And um, that is that, and we'll, we'll get deep into it on the after show, which will appear Wednesday uh, on thecigarauthority.com. Yes. Yeah. Tuesday, the video is available. To the MeWe folks. Yes. And it, and it will be available to them. Sure. But last week it wasn't. Um, I think I, I put a No. You remember we got out of jail early for oh, no apparent reason. Okay. And then the week before, I think we... How did you know you got out of jail? Did they send you an email and say you're... I'm in there all the time. Oh, gotcha. He looked and he sent me a text and says, oh my God, we're out a couple of days early. I don't know why, but let's go Early for parole for good behavior? I don't know. Maybe uh, they heard the interview with Elon Musk where he said uh, any advertiser that tries to push oh. him around, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, that... That, oh, that, that was, was helpful. Great. <laughs> yeah, because that's real FU money. He, he, he's got it, right? All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the uh, Hot Crazy Matrix on YouTube, you need to look it up. You just look that up, that phrase up on YouTube, Hot Crazy Matrix. You need this if you're a single guy and you're in the dating world because sometimes... They're, they're so hot that you overlook the crazy, and that then you end up in the situation from this asylum. Hmm. That's the problem. Overlook the crazy. You can't yeah, overlook you can't. the crazy for a moment of passion. No. A Cincinnati woman with 10 personalities sued a man <laughs> for sexual assault, but the suit was thrown out when two of her personalities swore under oath that she may have consented. I don't know about you guys, but where I'm from... No, 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 yes, yes, no, no, means no. Yeah. Hmm. She's not only insane, but that's asylum. Now, did they have to swear in each personality separately? <laughs> I don't know how that works. Remember that movie Sybil? Yeah. Do you ever see that? No. <laughs> that was... Um, Starring Sybil Shepard? No. no. Who was that? Sally Fields. Mm. Great movie. 
back then. I, I don't know if it. If, yeah, I don't know if it held up. But. Yeah, I don't know if it held up. But at the time, that was the water cooler movie. You know, everybody was talking after that that she was uh, had all these personalities. It was pretty weird. Um, uh, as that woman is pretty weird. But um, that being said, uh, way to catch up. Yeah. Huh? We Ooh. were so we went so late in the first. Yeah. Uh, part. Well, he was fascinating. Fascinating. To that show, so, uh, but we did squeeze it in. So I think we can get to it. It's time for the classic day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. Light. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Okay, Ed Sullivan, still the champion? No. No, no I believe he got smoked last week. Yeah, really? Based on, on based the on, stupid rules. Yeah, bullshit rules. I'm with oh, you. Oh, I remember yeah. how that played out. Oh, it was uh, horrible. Well, we're getting close to the end of the year, and this I is know. where the council, Mr. Jonathan, he cares <laughs> to end the year, so he's the champion of the year. He he's acting care. like he doesn't care he doesn't until care. he cares. Yeah. When he wins, you'll watch... Happy Mr. J- Donut, oh, Donut be, Mr. Jonathan, or maybe in his case, he'll be dancing broccoli, and prancing. Broccoli, Jonathan? What? <laughs> happy when you have broccoli? I'm happy when I have steak. Okay, uh. steak. Okay, uh, Mr. Jonathan, we have four questions. No tiebreakers today. And uh, happy birthday to Britney Spears. Britney Spears, pop superstar, uh, whose first uh, two albums, Baby One More Time and Oops, I Did It Again, both sold over 20 million copies worldwide. Britney Spears is born today. What year was that? I think she's she and I are the same age. I'm going to say it's 1978. 78. I was going to say 1980. 1980 for the point, Ed Sullivan. Point for Ed Sullivan, 81. She's 42 years old today. At least I didn't go over this time. 42. Over. Over. Crazy bitch. (laughs) She's 42. See, Uh, now that's an example where you can get yourself into trouble. (laughs) Yeah. No, she's crazy, right? Okay. um, Over to Ed Sullivan. Happy birthday to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, NFL quarterback who led the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I thought he was the guy from the Ashholes. There you go. Uh, He earned his uh, NFL MVP award for setting numerous records uh, for the Packers, including uh, single-season passing passing yards and touchdowns. He announced he would be traded to the New York Jets, where his career has probably ended. We'll see. Aaron Rodgers. I'll go 1977. (coughs) 77. 1981. Not a bad guess for somebody who doesn't even know who he is, right? You know who he is. Tell the truth. Doesn't he play hockey? Yeah. 81 is, take the point, it's 83. Really? Yeah. He's a goalie. No, he's uh, he's younger, two years Hi. younger than Britney Spears. He's 39. Mr. Jonathan. No, he seemed older. Mr. Jonathan will take the point and 
Who got the point at Sullivan? Yeah, it's tied. One, one to one right now. We got a tie. Two questions left. Oh, boy. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Happy birthday to Lucy Liu. Mm. Lucy Liu. Oh, she's Liu. a karate girl. She does the movies with uh, the guy from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the movie she did with him, yes. Earned an Emmy Award nomination for her lead role as in Alec McBee. Uh, director and producer all star, also starred in Alec Charlie's McBeal, Angels. <laughs> also the villain uh, in... Kill Bill is what you were thinking of right there. It's her birthday today. 1975. She looks fantastic for her age. 75. Looks fantastic. Wow, I was going to say 73. 73. Uh, You're both over. She does look fantastic for her age. 68. Wow. 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 Didn't see that coming. So no points will be awarded to either of you. It may have God. You got to wonder how crazy she is because she's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably crazy. Mm -hmm. Probably. Uh, we have a tie here, and we have one question oh. left. Tie with one question left. Ed Sullivan, you ready for this? I am. Happy birthday to Gianni Versace. Gianni Versace, is flamboyant fashion designer. the guy that the bags designer. are named after? He is the flamboyant fashion designer who founded the international brand Versace. He was murdered in front of his Miami mansion after taking his daily morning stroll to get a coffee on Ocean Drive. Mm. I went to his house. For a party? Uh, I went for dinner. Oh, nice. Mm, for dinner. It's available. You can do that. Ah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. He was probably really old. How old, Ed? Really old. Older than me and Dave. Uh, 19. I'm going to go really low. I don't want to go over. 1910. Wow. 1932. 32 will take it. 46. Yeah. But still, he's I, older than me and you. I got scared. Yeah? Yeah, Jonathan's in my head now. I can't win anymore. Nope. He got you again. I know. This is where he shines. He does his homework, I think. You looked up yeah, Versace. Yeah, I would know, I would know that you were going to pick Versace. <laughs> I only picked him because I had dinner there, and it was fantastic. First I'm hearing of it. You, you ever go to Miami, and you want to have a very interesting dinner, yeah. you go to the Versace Mansion, huh. you got a book well in advance to go, and you sit in his, in his living room, a dining room, huh, and the tables nice. are set up, and they got water fountains, and you take pictures, and it's a nice thing. It's a whole thing. It's a thing. I went there for my mother's birthday. My wow. mother's, I believe, her 90th birthday. Hmm. Or 89, could it be? It was 89 or 90. Yeah. So uh, we went no, there. It wasn't, wasn't that long ago. Though. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, okay. Um, final thoughts here on Cabanas. Notes of vanilla and orange zest. Vanilla? A little vanilla. Hmm. I don't know if it's Tahitian vanilla. I didn't try the creme brulee. It's Madagascan. Oh, all right. A little salt and pepper. The pepper stayed throughout the whole thing. Yeah. See, I think I think you're tasting pepper, but to me, it really is the sting of biting into the rind of an orange. Yeah, mm. uh, citrusy. You can get away with that. But for Citru- ten bucks, it's not a bad cigar. Yeah, it is in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. the Cigar Hall of Fame. It's in the Hall of Fame because of the story. Mm. But yeah, because of what what it was. Right. Uh, not necessarily what it is now today, but it's not a bad cigar. It's no, a good cigar. It's a good cigar for 10 bucks. Yeah. So uh, that is it. Okay. Uh, what are we doing next week, Ed Sullivan? Uh, deadly. It's Deadly, Seven deadly sins. sins. Seven Deadly Sins of the Cigar Industry. Yeah. Okay. I keep forgetting. Sloth. That. Is that one of them? We'll see. We've got to put that together. Yeah. I completely... 
I'm, I'm caught up now, but I have to now get ahead of the game. So uh, that is it. We'll catch you on the after show on Wednesday and the cigar reviews on Thursday on the Cigar Authority. And uh, that is it. See you next time. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.